Hey guys, welcome back to the Intentional Love Podcast. My name is Kiana. And my name is Nakia. And we are back with a second episode. Um, There's been some delays in recording, but God has been faithful and we are able to record still within the same week and kind of get this taken care of. But this week, go on and tell me what our topic is going to be. Waiting with expectancy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, waiting with expectancy. So um, I think a lot of us have been in a position where we've either had the, we, we've prayed for things and we're just kind of like waiting to see those things that we prayed for come to fruition. So what does waiting with expectancy mean to you? Waiting on God's answer. Okay. Um, for me, I guess it's just like what, I guess, obviously waiting with expectancy is waiting on the Lord to answer said prayers. But I guess the question is, what do you do with your time while you're waiting? I meditate on it, you know, to get a better feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) I always ask her these questions and she just makes it seem like I'm asking her the hardest questions in the world or like they throw her off. And we literally practice before we record. So I don't understand how she acts like that. But anyway, (laughs) It's okay. I'm not gonna do too much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but basically, wait with expectancy. I guess what I do with my time in between the waiting is, um, obviously I'm staying prayerful about the things that I've laid before God, um, on the altar. But I guess I, another thing that I've been realizing in this season of my life is like while I've laid before a request, what I'm doing with that idle time is important. And so I was telling Kia a little bit before what I'm realizing is that making not necessarily making yourself busy but working while you wait and that sounds kind of like crazy a little bit because it's like okay like I'm waiting on the answer I don't want to do this that, and third but I feel like pushing into God's presence praying seeking him um getting to know him and not even like seeking him aside from what it is that you're seeking him for so like okay I know like one thing that I'll be you know praying for is like you know a relationship I want me a little blue thing I want me a little husband I want to you know have a little family you know a house the kids the whole nine that's something that I feel like has been like a prayer request of mine for a very very long time and um, I had a conversation with a friend that's in my prayer group um she just like how did you get to the point where you were content and at that moment I realized that like I actually really wasn't content but as I began to pray about that um that answer that question that she had asked me it began to force me kind of in a place where um God was really dealing with me of kind of reaching that place of contentment because realizing that even if God doesn't answer the prayer that I'm still going to be good um and so I've been kind of just finding different ways to um be creative hence planning for this podcast has been something that I've been kind of like utilizing in that space of waiting um and prioritizing God I'm reading more I'm praying more I'm worshiping more I'm reading more about God and just like the kingdom work just filling myself with kingdom work and while that may seem like you're trying to just do stuff to kind of distract you from like what it is you're praying for in a sense it kind of is um but I feel like when you say distraction it seems as if it's like you know a bad thing but I think in this way it's a good distraction because it's causing us to kind of focus more on God and prioritizing Jesus over our situation, our problems, because we can amplify our problems bigger than they should be. And so for me, I feel like it's just been more so one of them situations where it's been kind of pushing me to seek God a little bit more. 
What are some things that you've been praying about that you've been waiting on? Um, to move on. School. School. <laughs> because like I just wasn't good in school, so like it's not that I'm not doing the best right now. It's just I could do better. Okay. Definitely. And I just want to be motivated to want to do better. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Because some days just not it. Um. What else? <laughs> I feel like y'all be killing me with this school stuff. Y'all be acting like school is the end of the world. It, it literally is. How? That's literally the only responsibility that you have. Like, I wish I could go back to being a student. And it's a hard responsibility. <laughs> How is it hard? You literally wake up and go to school and go back home. You ain't got to work. You ain't got to deal with a job. Clocking in. You don't have to worry about not making enough money. Like, that joint is gravy. I wake up, and if I really allow myself to be stressed, I'll be stressed from the day I wake up to the time I lay down. Work, bills, money, lack of money. <laughs> it's always something. So, I mean, I understand because right now, you know, in your world, that is the only thing. So it seemed big. It is very big because when you start worrying about school, then you start worrying about like college or if you do want to go to college, like college and just wondering, I guess. Yeah. So what kind of prayers have you been sitting up with regards to that? Like what have your prayers been? to be more motivated in school like to that. pay attention because <laughs> <laughs> they be talking about a whole lot of nothing not a whole lot of nothing a whole lot of nothing um yeah and just like and also growing closer to god i guess okay so kia picked us out a nice little scripture that has to deal with waiting and she's going <laughs> to read that for us. It's Isaiah 40, 31. It reads, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strengths. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. What does that scripture mean? <laughs> not you beating yeah. me to the punch. You was going to read my mind? That's crazy. <laughs> read it again so I can get a little more, you know, a little... Mm, where it, <laughs> it resonates with my spirit. <laughs> if you read it again, it'll resonate with my spirit. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strengths. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. I guess to me, kind of like how I was talking about when you kind of are prioritizing Jesus in the weight, there's strength in that. There's a renewing in that. And like, while like you may be waiting for extended periods of time, God is still in the midst and knowing and trusting that he's in the midst. It'll allow you the strength to carry on and to keep trusting that it's coming, even when you may not see evidence of it coming. Because I think a lot of times, like when we're praying for stuff, some of the stuff, and if we're praying like, how we should pray according to what God's will for our life is. Um, a lot of the stuff that we're praying for is going to be something that takes time because you want it to come in like God's perfect timing, not in our timing. And sometimes I realize too, for me personally, some of the things that I'm asking for, they're very specific and they're very um, 
they're, they're going to take time to kind of develop. And so the things that I'm praying for, while some people, they may have gotten it quicker than I have, but if I want to do things in God's timing and to line up with what God's will is for my life and trusting his timing in my life and trusting God with the request that I've laid before him, it's going to take a little more time. And so during that wait or that process of waiting for said things, I can recognize that God is still moving, even though I may not see it. Like with the whole husband thing, <laughs> I y'all, I'm not even dating. <laughs> I'm not dating at the moment. I have no desire to date. I, I struggle with the idea of even dating right now because it's just not a priority anymore. But I'm still trusting that even though I'm not actually dating, that the Lord is still going to send me my husband. But I think in that it's just like trusting the process and, you know, trusting that, all right, I laid this before God. He going to move on it. He gonna move on it because I already put I already laid it before him on the altar. So I know like something that um a word that I had got when I was preparing for this, which I'm gonna read it because I had to write it down. Um Lord, let me find it. My phone doing some freaky stuff. Alright. So like when I was praying, I was like talking to Kia and I was like, hey, like, you know what have you been studying and stuff for this week's podcast and all these things and I was like okay well she told me what did you tell me Kia when I asked you had you been studying and preparing for the podcast I was working on school so Mm -hmm. I didn't have time she had like four tests in one week so she was a little busy a little preoccupied and I was like oh lord this podcast episode may be a little lacking because we've just been a little all over the place it's been a busy week for me as well but I still take that time to make sure that I'm spending with God so I was like okay um, you know, Lord, what is it that you want me to say on this podcast? Like, what is it that you want to resonate, I guess, with, with the people? And um, as I was praying about it, the Lord just began to speak to me. And one of the things that he was saying is, I'm not expecting you to wait on the answer to your prayer. I'm expecting you to show up to a perfectly crafted environment to experience me in new depth. I often cause this to happen where you get to a place where I am the only answer and the only way to the answer. I will sometimes extend that waiting period so you can truly encounter me and not just seek me for an answer like a genie. If you have to wait, it's so you can see me differently and experience me differently than the way you have. Then the next time, then when I answer your prayer, you will know that it's me in a capacity that you may not have experienced me before. And now we're not only building a relationship where you can see my track record of me showing up for you countless amount of times, but when you experience another thing that you want to bring before me, you will pray to me confidently and knowing that I'm going to show up and answer the prayer that you've asked me to answer because I am God and you've seen me do it before. And so in that time, I was just like, oh my goodness. Sometimes we get so frustrated and so angry with the process of waiting because it doesn't feel comfortable. It feels like we're not hearing our, like getting our answers to our prayers quick enough. It seems like God isn't listening to what we have to say. And it's not that he's not listening to what we have to say or that he didn't hear us. It's that he just wants you to seek him. Problems aside, issues aside, and don't get me wrong. God wants us to bring before our, bring before him our requests and the things that we're asking of him and from him. But God also wants relationship. That's one of the biggest themes in the Bible is relationship. He's very big on relationship, like sending his son to die so that we can restore relationship with our creator. That's everything that he is basically standing on. And so with that being said, in the waiting process, while it's uncomfortable, it doesn't feel good. He allows it to create a perfectly crafted atmosphere for us to come in and commune with him, to get to know him, to get to seek him. 
and genuinely experience him in a different way. So, you know, people experience God as a father, God as a friend, God as a provider, God as a way maker, all those different things in those different capacities of which we are seeking God and praying and spending that time, we're going to be able to recognize him in those different roles. And so it really just registered with my spirit because there have been in this season of my life, there have been many things that I've been praying for, not only for myself, but for friends, for family, for people close to me. And he's been showing me who he is in different arenas, whether it be a provider, it be a friend, him being a comforter, him being a healer, him being a deliverer. And in all those different ways, I've grown to appreciate our friendship and our relationship in different capacities. And so it takes it from me going to him and just being like, the only time he hears from me is when I need something or the only time he hears from me is when I'm asking him to do something for my friends and for my families, which like, once again, hearing God is excited to hear from us at any given point. But like, I wanted our relationship to be based on something more than just asking of him. And so I've been spending more intimate time with him just to spend time, just to get a different revelation of who he is as God, as a friend and relationship. Like we spend time, like I spend time with my cousin, me and QP together at least, what, about three days out of the week on average I see her all the time she see me all the time and we building that relationship and working that relationship it's the same way with God Kia tell them about how your best friend y'all communicate on a regular basis yeah we be on the phone and she's she moved so she lives in Philadelphia now which is very far from us <laughs> but we usually be on the phone we text through like Instagram reels or TikToks <laughs> it just <laughs> stuff we can relate to mm-hmm. and yeah so yeah, it's the same type of way that God wants to be able to communicate with us throughout the day at any given moment through different things that we see. One thing, I know like one thing that I feel like he may not even have noticed it, but she's very like obsessed with like taking pictures of the sky and just being like super in tune with like the skies and 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 the animals or the birds. Like you're very in tune with stuff like that, but she loves animals. So like she's going to be in tune with stuff like that anyways, but she's very in tune. And I feel like for me, like when I go to the beach and stuff like that, like the waves crashing, it calms me and stuff. I feel like those are different ways that the Lord is kind of like speaking to us through the things that are around us. A beautiful sky that catches your attention. Like we've been having skies that have these purple hues recently. And when I say purple and orange hues, absolutely stunning. And I just think sometimes it just points us back to our creator in a sense of like, look at how much attention to detail God pays to everything in this life. And there's no different than him paying that amount of detail to you. And he cares about each and every one of us. And he wants to have those intimate times and those intimate moments with each and every one of us. So it's important that we allow him to have that opportunity to love on us, to get to know us personally. Like, yes, he knows everything, but of course he wants to have those conversations with us as well. Like, hey, what's going on with you? He can know if you, if you, even at your highs or even at your low lows, he still wants to know. And so I think I just absolutely love creation in general because every time in the nature and stuff, while he is obsessed with it, I'm kind of a little bit like, ooh, that's so nice. <laughs> or ooh, that's so pretty because God is just so intentional about everything that he does. And that doesn't, that means that he's just as intentional about he is with you or how he is with you. So, yeah. You, you look like you wanted to say something. You wanted to piggyback? Um, well, I feel like waiting for God is also like his opportunity for like you to get to talk to him about the situation more and like 
just actually trying to like listen better so you Mm -hmm. can hear him when he speaks and like you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) she's so precious but she's not wrong I think um really for sure I was telling my mom the other day in a conversation that we were having about how I just feel like I'm in a very different place than I've been in my walk in general and I don't know if it's like more of a sense of like urgency and intentionality surrounded by my walk with Christ but it's like I'm looking for those moments where I can spend with God and one of the times that I typically do this is at work I go to work kind of early but before everyone comes in I'm normally there around like 6 45 and people don't start showing up into the office until about 7 30 so that time I kind of take to dedicate to reading my devotional and reading the word of God and just praying and meditating on just anything and everything that the Lord is leading me to pray on and just meditate on but in that time that I'm investing it is something that's just so sweet about it because it, it once again it goes just back to the relationship it's like I'm super excited to see my cousin bi-weekly or or not bi-weekly every <laughs> week and um, I'm super excited to see my parents when I come home in the afternoon or in, engage with like my friends and my homegirls on the weekends or throughout the week it's the same type of intensity that I feel when I spend that time with God and like when I start to miss days or like if there's like a moment where I may not have intentionally spent that time it's like ooh, like something's missing, uh, something's mm-hmm. missing or like oh I need to check in with God and it's because that is the relationship that we're developing where I'm seeing him differently and the um, urgency to spend that time and take that time getting to know him better has been changing me it's been changing the way that I think about situations it's been changing the way that I pray about situations it's been changing what I crave to ingest from like social media to music to um, people that I have around, like it's been affecting everything. And not I, and even like I was telling my mom once again, um, it's been causing me to give up some things. So like recently, well not recently, but not recently, I made the decision or was feeling led to stop drinking. So I stopped drinking um, after my birthday in August. We're now in like November timeframe. So I've been like sober and it's been allowing me to see things from a sober mind and a sober perspective in different arenas. and. It's crazy because I like, yes, being sober alone, you can pick up on things, but I feel like being sober has been allowing like my spirit to kind of see things clearly as well. So me being able to see things from a carnal mentality or a carnal view and also a spiritual view, I've been able to see things a little differently, but also in the same way, I've also been led to kind of start giving up other things such as like um, different relationships and different people that I was connected to that I didn't need to be connected to anymore and the Lord's been really dealing with me with relationships and connections to certain people and in that process it seems like I'm giving up a lot of things um, that I felt were good fun enjoyable like drinking that was my thing you know what I'm saying Um, dealing with certain people like I had these different attachments and connections with people but what God is showing me is that every time that I say yes and surrender another arena or another area of my life He's replacing those things with more of himself. And as he's filling me up with more of him, it's causing me to feel more fulfilled or more content with where I am am in life, whether it be with regards to wanting to look for a relationship or with friendships or insecurities, whatever the situation may be, filling filling me with more of himself has been a shift in mindset in the way that I carry myself in the way that I'm thinking about things and processing things. And so through that, 
it's just been an eye opener all the way around. But I'm grateful for it because this new place that I'm in is something that's been really, really sweet that I don't want to stop. So my hope is to continue surrendering and continue saying yes. Don't get me wrong. Some things that God is asking have been very hard. <laughs> he's been asking some very hard things, but I'm grateful that he has because it means that, you know, he's not done working on me yet. And um, he wants to do more. So I'm grateful for that, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm looking at Kia. Sorry, I know my podcast is Kia. See what I'm doing. I'm looking at Kia because she's looking at me like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has God been asking you to give up any things? Not really. It's okay. You just keep walking <laughs> with the Lord. He go ask you to give some things. So it happens. But um, so I guess the moral of this story is <laughs> I get on little tangents and I'm sorry, but the Lord has just been really, really good. And I feel like all of the things that I've been experiencing and all the topics that we've been kind of picking out have been kind of surrounding what I've been experiencing in this season of my life. And it's been making it a little easier for me to kind of just share what some of those things look like. But um, to sum this all up, because I don't want to take too, too much more of you guys' time, is intentionally waiting can look different or expectedly waiting. Yeah. Sorry. Not <laughs> me putting intention- I'll put intentional on everything, okay? <laughs> expectantly waiting on the Lord, it looks different for everyone. But what I can tell you and what I can leave with you is um, the more that you are pushing into God and the more that you are surrendering your way and your will and taking an op- taking time to capitalize on the opportunity to bask in the curated atmosphere that God has prepared in your waiting season, you'll be better for it taking that time to genuinely just spend with God and get to know God in a different capacity or in a new light is something that I think he wants for all of us to experience, but it allows us to be content in the wait because when you have Jesus, you don't need anything else. There's a scripture that it says, um, what is it to profit the world if you lose your soul or to roughly something like that? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? And what I'm realizing is our need needs to shift from answers to our prayers to Jesus because Jesus is the answer period and I think the more that we spend that time with him and that more that the more that we spend that time in that atmosphere of getting to know him and allowing him to change us and um, abide in us it begins to shift the process of waiting to being content in whatever it is that God is doing because I feel like now contentment looks like even if it doesn't happen, I'm still good because God is still good and God has me. And that's something that can preach within itself because I really felt that in my spirit when I said that <laughs> because even if he doesn't do it, it doesn't change that he is not good. It doesn't change that he does not have your best interests at heart. It does not change God in his character or his nature. It just means that there's something better that he has for you. And sometimes that looks a little wonky. Sometimes that looks a little different than what we thought it should look like. But God knows best and we can trust that he's not going to do anything that does not suit our best interest. 
the word says, for all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. So if we're trusting that we're seeking him, we love him, and that we're putting forth our effort, our time, and our attention towards getting to know God and genuinely pursuing and adapting his desires for ourselves, we can trust that everything that happens in this life points back to Jesus, all roads lead back to Jesus. And so we can trust that whatever he's doing, however hard, however difficult, however mad, muddy, murky, intense, whatever the situation may be, we can trust that it's working together for our good because that's the type of God that we serve, a good God, a just God, an amazing God. So I'll stop preaching because <laughs> I was about to go on some more <laughs> because God has just been so good to me and um, and good to Kia too. I'm sure God has been good to you too, but I can yes. just really, I'm in a place where I can really just speak to the goodness of God and that alone is enough to move me to tears because God has just been so good to me, period. Um, but <laughs> once again, let me shut up and get off of here. Um, thank you guys so much for coming and, and being with us another week. We will see you guys next week. Once again, I'm Kiana. And I'm Nakia. And we are intentionally loving, loving you, you right, right where, where you, you are. are. We love you guys. Hey guys, the song of the week is This Is How I Thank the Lord by Mosaic.